This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fascinating Insights Podcast. My name is Yushua Alt. And welcome to wherever you may be listening from, whether you're listening from the United States, from Israel, from France, from Belgium, from England, Russia, wherever. We are happy to have you here. If you would like to receive the weekly Fascinating Insights articles, please send an email to YALT3285 at gmail.com, YALT3285 at gmail.com. It is available in English and in French. You can also send to that email... Any questions or comments that you have on this episode or any other any other of the previous episodes, please feel free to send this episode or any of the other episodes to anyone who may benefit from it. And you can also feel free to send the weekly fascinating insights articles to anyone that may enjoy it. This week I'd like to discuss the Holocaust since we're in the midst of the three weeks. I would like to say over some stories of Amuna from the Holocaust. The famous Holocaust survivor Eli Wiesel once asked the Lubavitcher Rebbe, who himself lost many relatives, many of his family, in the Holocaust, how he could believe in Hashem after what he went through in Auschwitz. Eli Wiesel asked that if Hashem existed, how could he possibly ignore six million of his children dehumanized and murdered in the cruelest of fashions? After the Rebbe began to cry, he then replied, In whom do you expect me to believe it? After the Holocaust, in man, after the Holocaust of Mordechai Leib Gladstein, he passed away recently. He was a rabbi in Pittsburgh since 1951. Anyway, so after the Holocaust ended, so this of Mordechai Gladstein, who put on tefillin every day in the concentration camps, was asked by the secular media, "You saw the butchering of your family and people. Did you ever lose faith in God?" And his reply was, "I did lose faith." In mankind, that's why I lost faith in. How could a civilized society like Germany do what they did? How could a democratic country like the United States make believe that they didn't know what was happening in Auschwitz when they bombed all around it? How could Europe turn the other way? While visiting the old Jewish cemetery in Krakow, a group of Orthodox Jews met a Holocaust survivor who was an Orthodox Jew. He had been in the large ghetto and in eight different camps, including Auschwitz. He now brought his two sons from Australia to see where he had grown up. And he was asked how he could remain an Orthodox Jew after all that he had been through. This was his response. How could a person not believe in God after the Holocaust? Anyone who survived had to have experienced miracles. In fact, the Holocaust itself was supernatural. The fact that the Germans should wish to utterly eliminate a sector of the population that posed no threat to them, it made no sense at all without putting God into the picture. He then continued and said that he would challenge any survivor who didn't believe in God on these issues, as a survivor may be angry at God and want to have nothing to do with him and even hate God, but would not believe that there was no God. And at that same cemetery, there was another survivor visiting. And this man claimed that he didn't believe in God. He had been through Birkenau for 11 months, where he worked in the crematoria, putting the bodies from the gas chambers into the ovens. 
a debate that ensued with an Orthodox survivor and this person, this survivor of Birkenau. And after 20 minutes, the survivor admitted that he really did believe in God, but after what he had been through, he didn't want to deal with him anymore. He didn't want to deal with God anymore. And then the two men, the two survivors cried and they embraced. And the Orthodox survivor said that he understood. The second survivor then said that at the same point could be argued with any other survivor and that they all believed in God. A Holocaust survivor who passed away already, his name is Ray Marks, he lived in Yushalayim. He once said that it was impossible. He said that he was talking about the Hashkacha protests involved in the Holocaust and he would quote the Pasuk, Ipo Mitzircha Elaf, Minacha, it's a Pasuk in Tehillim 91.7, Tzadik Alav Zayin, which means a thousand may fall victim at your side and a murder at your right hand, but to you it shall not approach. Meaning to say that people could be dying left to the left and right of you, but you, but you will survive. And he clearly felt that because thousands and thousands died at his right and left side, and this Rabbi Marks survived. Another Holocaust survivor said that it was impossible to survive the Holocaust. It had, to be, it had to be because of Hashem. So clearly these people felt Hashem Hashem's presence in the Holocaust and it didn't diminish their emunah. It enhanced their emunah. Rabbi Tzal Stern, he writes in his Shalas Chuvas Betzal Chachma, Chilek Hei, Samach Beis, 562. And he says that since any Holocaust survivor experienced miracles, he says that the bracha of Sha'asa li nes b'makam hazeh, the one who performed miracles for me at, a miracle for me at this place, should be recited in the camps if 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 a survivor is visiting over there, which is a very fascinating ruling. Sak. On this topic, let's just recite what Shach said. He said that those who left Judaism after the Holocaust, we can understand. Those who remain faithful, we will never be able to fully understand. What a statement. <laughs> the Alexander Rebbe, who is the, the author of the Sefer Akira Sitzchak, who was murdered along with his family in the Chabrinka extermination camp, he asked the following, on his way to death, on the train, which is which eventually led to his death, he quoted the Pasuk that says, This Pasuk is in Telem Tadik Bey's Gimel 92.3. And he asked, why does it say Vemunascha Baleles and not Vemunasenu, our Amuna? What's Vemunascha, your Amuna? Vemunascha Baleles, your, your faith in the nights. To say Vemunasenu, our faith. So he answered that Hashem at times puts us through t- terrible suffering and difficulty. But why isn't Hashem afraid that, we, that people will say that they just can't take it anymore and they'll lose their Amuna? So that's what the Pasik says, Vemunascha Baleles, that Vemunascha is referring to Hashem. Hashem believes in us even in the times of terrible darkness. Baleles refers to the dark times. So Vemunascha Baleles, Hashem believes in us even in times of terrible darkness, and He trusts us to stay with Him even in those times. The supernatural occurrence that happened in the Holocaust is expressed by the Nesiva Shalom, and this is what he writes. He says that the, that the Holocaust is beyond our comprehension. Normal intelligence cannot explain the success of Hitler, his sudden rise and unbridled control of most European countries, as well as, as well as his maniacal hatred of the Jews. Simultaneous with his victorious conquest, he regarded the Jewish people as a whole, despite their insignificant power, as his primary enemy. Whenever he spoke publicly and got into the subject of, of Jews, 
would lose his sanity entirely and screech like a madman. It is similarly beyond human comprehension how millions of Jews were murdered and cremated in broad daylight while none of the nations that had the power to prevent the annihilation lifted a finger to stop these beasts. Such, as the will of, such was the will of Hashem, of divine providence. To anesthetize even the Jewish communities in every part of the world to keep them from crying out bitterly and shocking all mankind, to keep the Jews from putting to use the rescue plan, which is quoted in Esther, Esther, Perigdalad, Gimel, and Tezayin. So that's 4, 3, and 16. It says, Lech Knois. Right, so to keep the, the Jews from putting to use the rescue plan of Lech Knois, that all the Jews should assemble and fast and hand out sackcloth and ashes. Right, so this was prevented, this idea of tefillah. So he says, whether for the lack of awareness or appreciation of the scope of the tragedy taking place in the, in the veil of blood or for other reasons that can't be specified, the scope of the tragedy was entirely unnatural, solely a decree of Hashem. He says to the Holocaust, we can apply, or we could, we could, apply. that's that's the end of the quote of the Nasiv Shalom. He says, this is in his Kuntris Haruga Alecha, the section is called Ahal Hashmada Vachorban. Let's just finish off with one last story. It was an exchange between, between a Holocaust survivor who said to Usher Wade once, between a Holocaust survivor and a Usher Wade. Usher Wade is the famous convert to Judaism. He was a Methodist minister before Judaism. Anyway, so he was a Methodist minister before, Judaism, before converting to Judaism. And they were very, Rabbi Wade and his wife were moved by articles on a Sunday uh, morning newspaper that commemorated the 40th anniversary of Kristallnacht. And at that time, he was, he was attending university. He was attending the University of Hamburg in Germany, working toward a doctorate in metaphysics and relativity. Anyway, he converted to Judaism, and a Holocaust survivor once came over to him and told him that he's an atheist. And everybody responded, "Well, who do you think arranged the Holocaust? Obviously, God arranged the Holocaust." So if you think it wasn't God, and it was just regular secular people who th that did it, so then that's the side that you are on now, since you are an atheist. The question is not where God was during the Holocaust. The question is, where was man? Of course, the Holocaust is from Hashem. And as it says in the Pasuk, The Pasuk in Amos Gimel Vav 3.6 could there, be could there be a misfortune in a, city, in a city if Hashem didn't bring it? That's the translation of the Pasuk. Anyway, I hope you were inspired by this episode. Be well, Kaltov. Just a reminder to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this episode, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. And please spread and share this episode as well as other episodes with others that may benefit from it. Please send your questions or comments to YALT32858 at gmail.com. YALT32858 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and be well.